Planet Besties, welcome back! We're really, really glad you're here. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, big thanks to everyone who started listening recently. We had a we had a really good week last week. We had a great week on our last, uh, a great couple weeks on our yeah. last episode. I guess these are coming out every other week. And I've got a question for you, Besties. Yeah. Um, would you mind? I'm not making any promises. Listen, here. we're just asking. We're just asking. Would you? Would you like this to be a weekly podcast? You want us to keep at this thing? Like maybe just really put our nose to the grindstone and just get this Bible story moving? You maybe put it in second or third gear? Can we do it? That's the riddle. Well, yes. You know what? I believe I could. Yeah. Let us know. And yeah. also, if, you, if you've been tuning in and you're already on this episode, you're almost to Genesis chapter 30, I just want to compliment you. Well done, good. Wait a Well done, good and faithful listener. Yeah, you're a heck of a bestie. Thanks for going through the Bible with us. Honestly, if you're around a mirror right now, maybe you're at home, maybe you're in your car and you know, you're know you parked in traffic, just give yourself a look in the mirror. And say, yeah, look at me getting through this Bible. And say, you know what? The Bible and I, we're besties. We're close. We're, we're so close. You know, you should feel really confident about that. And today we're really excited to bring you. Admittedly, a, that's my favorite thing about the reviews we've had is there are some people who are like, I actually remember Bible stories now and right. can reference them. And, and honestly, well, Alex, you bring up a good point. Um, if you haven't left us a review or a rating on iTunes, we would really appreciate we it. We love it. You know, I mean. The way I look at it, I don't want to use any, you know, uh, manipulation here. But the way I look at it is, you know, we're we're creating this because we love you. Oh, and, at least you can and, do. And one of the ways that we know that it's it's um, beneficial is by the listens. We see who, how many people listen. But also a rating and review, it is that fire that keeps us going. Oh, it's it's that sweet, sweet ambrosial need. That and you never know. Us. If you leave a rating or review, we might actually uh, give you a shout out on an episode. For reals, though. Yeah. For reals. So anyway... We're going to pick right back up in at the very end of Genesis chapter 29 this week. And we're going to head our way into Genesis chapter 30. I can't guarantee we're going to get through chapter 30 because, folks, I just want to prep you. Today is an unbelievable story. It is. It, it unfolds. Is. It is filled with drama. Surprise. You know, part of me wonders, Babies. like, if this episode... Starts to sound a little bit like a Jerry Springer or Maury Povich oh, show. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. The Bible is scintillating. Oh, it's scandalous, even. It's just families divided. So let me give a little context. Last story time, so far. Story, creation. Snit. No, no, no we're kidding. not going all the way okay. through that. Last time, if you if you listened to last week's episode, or maybe you didn't, Jacob, he worked for seven years under his uncle uh, Laban. To marry Rachel. He was duped on his wedding night um, and he ended up marrying Leah. He made an agreement with his uncle Laban, though, to also be able to marry Rachel. Who if, he really wanted who to Who he marry. really wanted to if he worked another seven years. So that's where we pick up. Jacob is now married to two women, sister wives. They're both sisters. We've all seen that show. And he's got to figure out this new life together and a cultural uh, a little bit of cultural context. If this episode seems uh, off-putting to you, just because it's kind of gross in many ways, just based on what's happening, you have to kind of understand. At the time that this story was written or lived out, actually, um, it was a very patriarchal society, and women found their value and worth in society's eyes uh, based off of being married, number one, and number two, bearing children, especially right. male children. Right. You wanted to have a male heir that would be the firstborn, that would inherit your husband's land and property, all the possessions. 
which also was your your retirement plan. Yeah, um, your children were there to take care of you, and, and it was kids a sign, aren't throwing mama out. It was a sign of your honor and your and, and, and uh, honor and shame in that culture. Anyway, enough of that. Well, it's also because like God blessed you with babies, right? So you must like be a good person. It was a clear sign of God's blessing. And yeah. Favor. So we pick up the story in Genesis chapter twenty nine, verse thirty. One. Yeah, I don't know what that verse says, but I'll tell you this. Leah and Rachel are obviously in a very awkward situation because, well, like, Rachel's doing all right because she was the one he came there for. You know, like, Jacob met her, planted a kiss on her right when he saw her, smitten, smitten with this young lady. And Leah is described as Leah's sad eyes. Like, like... She's a sad sack. So it's so like frustrating because I imagine like, oh, great. You had your wedding. Lovely. And now he's fed up with you already and mad that he got tricked as if like you're some secondary prize for all of his labors. So you can imagine there's a little bit of tension. I hope Rachel was cool about it. Like, hey, Lee, it's all right. He, he's going to love you, too. But it doesn't sound like that's how they operate in the story. So my guess is it's a little bit like right away, this is it. It's a throwdown between the sisters. This has never been a competition before, but it is now because Leah, firstborn, standards bearer is like, well, good to have you in the family again, Rachel. Uh, well, um, as you know, I have responsibilities, so I hope you won't get in the way of me performing my duties as his first wife and uh, having a baby with him. You know how this works. She's like, oh, I do know how it works. You know what? Let's just, let absolutely. You have as many babies as you want. He's your husband and you're the standard bearer. But I don't know how he's going to get around to you since he's so smitten with little old me. <laughs> that's not in the Bible. <laughs> but, but it's totally underneath the It pages. comes in there like, oh, yeah, you know what? Let's just see. Which woman gets pregnant first? I mean, maybe it will be God willing, Leah, that you fulfill your role, you sad little sourpuss. But <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion after seven years of hard labor for my hand, he's going to be glued to me like you would. So uh, may the best sister win. And Leah's like, yeah, best sister win. So, like, like this is the, the, a foot race to pregnancy town. I don't know. I don't want to get graphic or anything. I'm just saying things pop off. And it's like a starter's pistol. It's like the Kentucky. On your mind. Just get set. Everyone's going for it. They're just like, they're trying, like, whole lot of, I've been really trying, baby. And I really mean trying. Like, it's a race. And God's watching this every day as Rachel's like, it's funny. He stayed the night with me again. Can you believe it? He just can't get enough of this stuff. Leah, as I told you, I still deeply hope that you have the first baby. But I don't know where he's going to have time, my big sister. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get there. And uh, up in heaven, God's watching this. And dad's, sky dad's, Sweet Cloud Castle. He's watching this and he's like, Woof, this is gross. What's happening down there? Because I don't know if this was God's plan. It doesn't say it in the Bible that that's what happened. The only reason he married to both is because he was like 
greedy and wanted to marry the youngest, even though it's customary that he marries the first and Laban put him in his place. So God's up there going, oh, I don't like this one bit. It does seem that Rachel's doing a good bit of dunking on her sister Leah. And admittedly, I'm not the type to favor the, you know, the famous. Yeah, I, I like an underdog story, as you all know. So, uh, angels, you know what? And the angel's like, yes, Lord, what is it? It's like, I've uh, got a curveball for her. Get a load of this. Back down to earth. It's morning. Jacob walks out of uh, Rachel's tent and uh, gets down to making some delicate breakfast for her, his, the love of his life. When uh, Leah comes out, hmm, another night, I'm sure that one's going to stick. <laughs> We're going to have a lovely baby. I'm certain of it. And here come, was I said Leah or Rachel? Rachel, Rachel did that. Leah comes out the tent, sad eye Leah, and she looks like, 28 weeks pregnant. Like, <laughs> what the heck? That is a baby bump. Her ankles are swollen. Yeah, and she's like, I feel funny. <laughs> and they're like, <gasps> and obviously, Jacob's excited. Great news. There's going to be a baby. This is awesome. And Rachel is just like, what? on? How on? <sighs> so she's frustrated, understandably. But you know what? She's not a quitter either. She's still got that arrogance about her. Like, look, he worked for seven years for me. We're going to be fine. So they have a baby. They have a baby. But you know what? These these nine months, this is a perfect time for her to really invest in getting pregnant. For Rachel. Yeah, because Leah's pregnant. Yeah. Rachel's going to go for it. So she tries. I've been really trying. I've been really trying. Tons of attempts. And uh, a baby is born. Ah, Leah has Reuben. Ah, and Leah's so happy. Ah, Leah prays a prayer like a Thanksgiving. God, like, finally, I know, I know my sister doesn't like me. I know that I'm the second to my, my husband's eye. I get it. But thank you for this. Name's him Reuben. She uh, says, because the Lord has looked upon my affliction, for now my husband will love me. This is finally it. Because he's excited. So anyways, uh, they have the baby. But there he goes. He's still just so smitten with Rachel. And guess what? Boom! Number two. It has a baby, and then she has another baby. Leah has another baby. Rachel is still trying to have one baby. It's like, this is getting out of hand. And Leah's kind of walking around with like a little smirk, like, yeah, well, guess one of us is just super fertile, I guess, you know? And uh, they have Simeon. And then, get this. Third time. Has another baby. Leah. Leah has a third baby. Again, Rachel is on her hustle trying to have one baby. Leah's on her third. So in this one, this is it. She's just doubling down. She's like, you know what? This nine months, I'm going to go so hard at this. I'm going to have a baby. She's monitoring like the moon. She's making sure like Jacob's eating right. She's eating right. It's all about health and wellness. She's consulting all like the old lady midwives around like, what's it take to get a baby? Because she's freaking out. Like Leah's running away with this seemingly without any yeah, any trouble. She's losing three to nothing. Yeah. And this is like, this is how it works. And God's up there like, yeah, that's what I said. This is what I was going to do. So, um. Finally, finally, here it comes. You're thinking this is it. Rachel's gonna, and then one morning she walks out and look at this. Bam. Pregnant again. Leah is pregnant again. This is the fourth one. And you can see the steam coming off of Rachel's head right now. And as Leah comes out, it's like, you ever hear that Demi Lovato song, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry? Like, this is exactly what happened. She walks out and she's like... 
Now I'm out here looking really pregnant, feeling like a ten, the most pregnant I've ever been. And yeah, I know how bad it must hurt to see me like this, but it gets worse. I'm having seven. Now you're out here looking like regret. Ain't too bright to beg. Second chance will never get all the stuff. But he basically goes into, Baby, you're pregnant. I'm not sorry. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> She's just dunking on Leah. So Rubbing hard. her belly the whole yes, time. Yes, the whole time. Just being like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Feeling so bad. Cause feeling... Yeah, it's so good. Like, oh, oh she's man. just basking. Fourth pregnancy. Oh, four babies. And all boys. All boys. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah. All of these, like, God-given, God-blessed boys. And here's... Rachel, just like dunked on, fully ashamed as Leah is walking around singing a Demi Lovato parody of how pregnant she is for the fourth time. Like the most pregnant she's ever been. And so Rachel has had enough in chapter 30, verse 1. says, Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children. Yeah, pretty easy to see. She envied her sister. She said to Jacob, give me children or I will die. And he's like, this is so... So line of Abraham. Remember like, <laughs> hey, look, it's really unfair. I don't like this. He says to his wife and he's like, deal with it. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I've been doing my part of it. Why aren't you doing your part? Because I've been doing my part over there and I've made four children. So uh, I don't know. That sounds like a you problem, babe. I mean, again, don't get me wrong. You he- are beautiful, but. I have no answer to why you can't have babies. Well, and I think you're being generous with Jacob's tone. What he said. Because in, ver- in verse 2, it says Jacob's anger was, oh! was kindled against Rachel. And he said, am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of your womb? So more, maybe, maybe it's more like, listen, lady, I'm there every night doing my part. <laughs> Look, I didn't do it. I didn't have a problem. It seems like maybe this is a you problem. So anyways. That's what happens. And uh, she gets so fed up, she decides to take a play out of grandma's book. A great grandma. Yeah, Sarah. It's like, I'm going to take, uh, you know what? If this is how it's going to be, I will not have it. I am the easily the best wife and I will have children. So I have a solution. Get a look at this. Jacob, how would you feel about having a baby with my maidservant? Bilha, she's pretty enough, right? Pretty? And he's like, uh, yeah, that sounds... Uh, and she does, <laughs> yeah. because he just can't believe what just fell in his lap. And she's like, yeah, do it. I don't care. Please, just do something. <laughs> so he does. Yeesh, gross, again. And this idea of just handing over people like livestock to mate is and, just and, wild. And Bilhad doesn't just bear Jacob one child. No, has Dan and Naphtali, two babies, not twins, but like that's that's what's happened because... Leah's obviously taking a little time off after this onslaught of four children right in a row. She's taking time. And you know what? She's watching this and going, well, you know, I'm starting to think uh, she might be playing a little catch up. I think it might be time to put this game to bed. Quite literally. So she has an idea and walks up to to, uh, Rachel. And Rachel's like, well, you see my two beautiful babies. She's like, your babies? And she's like, shut up, Leah. Shut up. <laughs> They're my babies, all right? I'm a loving mother and I can love them even if they aren't yeah. my babies. And Bill Ha belongs to me. Those Bill, babies belong to me. Bill Ha belongs to me. Listen, we're dealing with cattle here, okay? And uh, listen, so they're mine. But uh, yeah, pretty soon he's going to come around and recognize who the superior mother is. And she's like, yeah, maybe that's true. You know what? I just had a great idea. Your generosity has inspired me. Your heart to love those children. Dan and Naphtali. You know, I wonder sometimes if I could love 
children that weren't my own. I want. I think I want to adopt as well. You know what? I think I'm gonna do the same thing. Uh, uh, honey, honey, and he was like, yeah, yeah. And he's playing with like this just herd of children around. Him. <laughs> <laughs> was Jacob. Like, yeah, Jacob's like, geez, Louise, and he's like, I have an idea, honey. I'm so tired after having these four beautiful childs for you, firstborn, if you don't remember. But uh, I've been thinking, I am so tired of having babies, and I'm just so dang, dang fertile, I can't keep up with my responsibilities. So uh, how about, I saw how much fun you had with Bilha. What do you think of Zilpod? He's like, well, for real? (laughs) You messing with me? (laughs) She's like, no, 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 no. And Rachel's like, (laughs) Rachel's like, don't you even she's think about coming it. Out of <laughs> she's like, don't you? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I was so inspired by your care. You know what? How about you go lay with Zilpah and make me some beautiful babies to look after too? And he's like, like, don't have to tell me twice. And he does because he's nasty like that. He don't yep. care. He's so not busy with his current job that he is just constantly making babies. So he runs off with her. They have two. Um, two kids. They have Gad and they have Asher from Pokemon. You might remember him from the Pokemon show. Ash wants to be the very best, the best that ever was at Pokemon. Interesting. Yeah, you don't hear about that much in the Bible. That's a side project. It's a and uh, and right after this though. In, oh, in verse fourteen. Okay. Uh, the wheat harvest came, mm-hmm. and Reuben Reuben went out and he found mandrakes in the field. What are them? And brought them um, some kind of food. <laughs> Bird. And, and, and brought them to his mother, Leah. Okay. Remember this part? Then Rachel said to Leah, hey, give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said I to her, forgot this story entirely. But, but she said to her, is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? Oh, what does that mean? Right. This competition's getting well, out of hand. This is where it's starting to sound like Jerry Springer. Yeah. Rachel said, well, okay, then fine. He may lie with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. You remember that line? He so likes Jacob, my chicken tetrazzini. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob is now Jacob is now become like this pawn in between. Oh, it's just they don't even care. They're right. just throwing him around like a like a So a then hot yeah, dish. verse 16. When Jacob came from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come in to me, for I have hired you. <laughs> with yeah. my, I've hired Maybe you that's what they're into. with my son's mandrakes. So he lay with her that night, and God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth Oh, this is where son. Issachar comes from. Leah said, God has given me my wages because I gave my servant to my husband. So she called his name Issachar. And then but they then, had more. But then, verse 19, Leah conceived again, and she bore Jacob a sixth son. This is running away with the series. Then Leah called. said, God has endowed me with a good endowment. Now my husband will honor me because I have borne him six sons. So she called Sheesh. his name Zebulun. Afterward, oh my this is the cherry on top. I know this one. Leah bore a daughter named Dina. 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 I think Dina. And then... And then so she's had like seven kids on her own. She plus, said, plus, plus the two, the two for Zilpa, which then, seemed like just a way to like rub uh, Rachel's nose. So let's and, just like, take I a tally of the score right now. Score is Leah n- n- seven plus the two from her servant, so nine. Nine kids to Rachel, two, two from her servant Bilha. That she definitely reprised that Demi Lovato song. 
on Dinah for sure. Like, baby, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Like, she's rubbing it in her face so hard. I got even a baby got girl for my man. Yeah, like, he's done it. Like, yeah. she's done it. She's dunked on it. Like, this is a runaway series. This is super embarrassing. This is like, this is like Falcons leading, you know, 21 to 3 and then so, just getting pummeled. So all of this trash talk is going on back and forth and Leah's got the upper hand and God takes notice of this. Yeah, because God's like, okay, this is getting excessive. Not to mention the Bachelor style of just like vengeance reproduction that's happening here. Like, uh, So I think I may have, look, I think it was a fair call in the beginning to favor Leah because they called her sad eyes and she was clearly second favorite. But good Lord, that's a lot of babies. So uh, with Rachel... I think I'm gonna put the nail in the coffin here and we're gonna wrap this whole nonsense up so we don't have overpopulation issues. And uh, Rachel, this one's for you. And then, ta-da! She comes out like <laughs> yeah. all this, like all this pent up, like, cause that's probably what it was, was Leah's kind of like, look, it's clear of one. Even the two kids you do have, they're not even yours. Like, I don't even know where you get off, like stepping to me. I'm clearly God's favored wife. Leah had the first, but is not having the last. And Rachel with with a bullet, just right at the end, like I'm easy having my baby. Look at me, like <laughs> like she finally is pregnant, and she's pregnant with this is the real bullet, right, right at the end. Because if you don't know this character, she's pregnant with Joseph. She has a baby boy named Joseph, and if you don't know who Joseph is, you'll find out. Get on Google, type Donny Osmond. And that's who Joseph is. And you're going to find out who Joseph is in just a few episodes. Yes, we'll see him very soon. But uh, yeah. What, what a story. That is, it's so like, it it's is so very repetitive. Awkward. It's so repetitive of Abraham and Sarah too. Oh yeah, same things. It's yeah. saying that like the issues and insecurities around God's promises or whatever are persistent. But it's also interesting how God clearly had favor on Leah and opened her womb. God clearly here through the story a couple of times is the one who opens a womb and doesn't. Yeah, you know they they can try as much as they want, but God's the one kind of ordaining the pregnancy. yeah in, in the story. Like it's just yeah. it's and, and culturally that's how it would have been perceived. Anybody getting pregnant has been given like right. favoritism from God. Like God's uh-huh. preferred them. So yeah, so that's the story. So ne- next time we're going to uh, let the story continue when Jacob sort of has a swarmed uh, with children. Uh, a I swarmed mean, swarmed with swarmed children, with and he has a run in with uh, his uncle slash father in law. Laban. Laban, because they nasty uh, like that. And the story is going to get really interesting from this point on. Yep. It's just well, beginning. Yep. Well, we're glad you listen. Uh, tune in, share the episode, and uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter, and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content. <laughs>